I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, ma. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The real Brian show. So today we need to have a little Marvel movie showdown. Which movies should I watch if I haven't seen them all? Which ones are pivotal to the main storyline? I think we'll even talk about which ones we liked or maybe didn't like. Plus, I've also been thinking about the phrase, we become more of what we focus on. So my force powers are definitely growing more powerful. Let's rock it. Pixie dust. Pixie dust. Yeah. What, what you what, didn't see that coming? What's going on? What, <laughs> what, what just happened? What, well, I had to be Spider Pan. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, well, you know, we, we're taking flight. I got to get a little pixie dust out there. So when he's going to rock it, he needs some pixie dust. So I got to throw it out there. Well, Spider Pan, welcome. <laughs> and welcome to, to me. I can't really welcome to y'all because we're not in Neverland at the moment. We're, welcome to me. What, where are we if we're not in Neverland? I don't know. I I, I just flew Maybe. in, and boy, is my pixie art pixie dust tired? I don't know. I don't know where that was going. The real Brian Ranch. <laughs> the real Brian Ranch. Yeah. Oh, now that's a good idea. Yeah, I thought. Didn't you have a name for the studio at some point? Well, it was going to be called the Sanctum because that made a lot of sense with the shadow. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, which, which, by the way, uh, I'm sorry, Johnny Pistol Shot. I couldn't wait, but I know you have a copy of the Batman and the Shadow comics that came out. Was it last year? Yes. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to buy it. A year. Oh, you bought I it. I just okay. couldn't wait, man, because I know you were you were war, you you were trying to get I through know. it. I'm like, no, I, I just can't wait. I need it. So I'm getting ready to read it. I'm very excited, but yeah, let's call it the Sanctum right now. I think that's kind of cool. Ooh, I need to read that too. Captain Influence, welcome back yet again. Are you sick of me yet? I'm definitely sick of your mother. Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> ah! ah! Oh, is anybody died yet? Probably. I've I've died three times already. Maybe. Okay. It was wonderful. Um, See, there's is that like I've just died in your arms? No, no. Must have been something you said. <laughs> I should have walked away. You should have walked away. You should have turned off the show. That is heinous singing. <laughs> heinous singing. We do not allow Brian to sing ever. Bad Brian. These, I'm taking out, away your okay. pixie dust license. It is terrible. You do not sing. Not good. What do you? What do you? You know what is here? fun though? Try yeah. to sing a rock set song in a Sean Connery voice. I don't know why, but I was amused by this earlier today. Oh, which yes. one then? Pick the song. Oh, let's see. What was the one that I was doing? Let's see. It must have uh, been. It love. must have been love. Yeah. But it's over now. But it's over now. It's been good, but I, but I've lost it somehow. That's exactly the one I was doing because, and I think it's because I was listening to another podcast called The Window to the Magic, and they were writing the Indiana Jones ride. So I was thinking of Sean Connery from Last Crusade and then Roxette came on my Pandora channel. And so somehow or another, I was singing along a Sean Connery and I don't know why else, but that's why we named the dog Roxette. (laughs) (laughs) You know that I used to get made fun of big time for liking Roxette when I was in middle school. Big time. You like Roxette? Oh, they'd be like, oh, you're (laughs) nobody likes that crap. They do minor keys. They're talented. Mm -hmm. They're Swedish, which makes them cool. Booyah and she can sing the heck out of stuff. I yeah, knew I was cool. <laughs> I wish I could be Swedish because I'm Swedish. Yeah, I know. Johnny is Swedish meatball. You are what you yes. eat. Yes, 
That's right. Yep. Here's an idea for you. You want to get all your nutrients, you know, do the green smoothie thing. They're actually really good if you have like the Vitamix kind of thing, which, you know, Mango Droplet just got. I cannot do green smoothies in the bullets or just a blender because they're all lumpy and chewy. And of course, you know, the Vitamix <laughs> makes them nice and smooth. So I do the protein powder thing. You can throw in whatever greens you want. I've got some spinach in here. Johnny, you don't do lettuce, right? No. Okay. So you do spinach no. though, right? Yeah, I do. Well, there you go. So these are really good. Find whatever greens you like. I threw in chia seeds and hemp seeds because, you know, hey, we're in Colorado. Picked one fruit, which was an apple. Coconut water. The coconut water is interesting. Gives a good flavor. But then I was like, I have a little grass fed half and half. So I threw that in. And then these future greens from Abel James, his stuff. And then some other good stuff. Dude, it is fan bloody tastic. So there you go. That's what I'm drinking right now. Mm. And eating, eating for that matter. Yeah. What are you drinking there? uh, You know, Captain. Yo, mama. Oh, yeah. In the place of what I'm drinking, I just want to make a quick correction from last week's episode when I said that Brontosaurus didn't exist. It turns out that in 2015, they reinstituted the species. Apparently, there really is a separate species called Brontosaurus. It was misclassified as an Apatosaurus for a long time. Mm. So anyway, if any of you listeners were paleontologically inclined and said, hey, wait a minute, I apologize. Go Captain ahead. Influence influenced us wrong. He's a Do they live on the planet Pluto? You <laughs> <laughs> won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. <laughs> I almost, almost walked into that one. Yeah. Okay, Johnny, what are you drinking? I am drinking IBC root beer because I don't do coffee much and I don't do hot drinks during the summer. So yeah, it's cold bubbly stuff. Yay. Okay. IBC root beer over. There's some other local brands I can't even think of, but yeah. you know, they do their kind. What about IBC that just, you know, changes your life versus like, <laughs> Um, Fath Barilla or something like that. Ice cream and it's yummy. Okay. <laughs> AMW is yummy on ice cream. Yeah, it is, but it's not as yummy as IBC root beer. Okay. Right. I don't know. It's number one, it's in a glass bottle. Mm. And so you twist the top off and it's kind of like having a beer, but not really. So uh-huh. you feel awesome just drinking it, <laughs> more manly. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you feel yeah. good with, I like that. Yeah. It, it, hey. it, it's cold. Yay. And it's cold. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I want to interject really fast. I, I tried Folgers crystals finally. Oh no. Oh no. And I won't, I'm not going to go nuts about it. Like you did last week. That was really funny, but dude, that was I truth too. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, to be honest, you know, I, I poured one little packet of crystals in a okay. regular size coffee cup, okay. poured hot water over it, stirred it up. It tasted like bland coffee. Mm. bland, not so good coffee. And it just wasn't very, even and I, of course I put creamer and sugar in it and it just was like a really bland version of the coffee I usually drink. So gotcha. that's my review. I think it'd be interesting if you tried it without the cream and sugar, just to see what you tasted. Cause the, the sugar <laughs> and the dairy, whatever carnation cream, I think it's covering up what you're actually thankfully not tasting. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I, well, I, I, I never, I, yeah, I, I was never a, down crystals honk in the first place all right no it's okay you know what you drink what you want to drink you know you drink and i didn't want to drink drink that that's good well i'm glad that you were able to experience it finally you're still alive which is i'm still alive too which is amazing we're both alive which is great yeah all right jeremy spider pan what are you drinking well actually i just finished some v8 splash uh tropical mix i've been Mm. trying to find like diet stuff because yeah that that coffee mix is based on all the stuff from listening all these times i thought i needed to have some sort of a special coffee and 
so I, I don't know if I share the entire story on the, the Facebook page, but uh, we had went down to the city market in Kansas City. There's this great soda shop where you can buy any kind of soda you want. And then I found this place that I could grind my own coffee and I found it like a snickerdoodle and I absolutely adore snickerdoodles. But oh, yeah. my first attempt, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how much coffee to put in. And so I had gotten a Folgers scoop thing from my wife drinks Folgers. I, and I, I used that for how much I normally would have used for Folgers. And it came out this really just clear yeah. tan. Yeah. Then you, you had mentioned like on how much to use. And I was like, I'm driving when I hear this. I'm like, how am I supposed to write <laughs> down how much to put in? So I'm like, you know what? It's too hot to even try. Just next time I'll just get like a quarter cup and I'll scoop. And then we'll try again probably when it gets cold. But till then, I'm going to drink a lot of like juice and you know v8 you know so i can stand up straight for anyone who remembers those commercials mm, so cool I, I didn't I, I can't, i'm not really big on drinking water so i have to have some sort of flavor thing around here usually so we went on and on on that episode about how much to use brian edited 90 percent of it out so. <laughs> <laughs> we went on for 10 minutes about how much how much coffee 10 minutes use. it was like Probably. 25 <laughs> wow <laughs> it was so yeah none of that actually made it to air couldn't agree on anything so then <laughs> I, I think i mentioned a little bit and then the following week i actually came back with okay here's what you need to do because i went and did the research right. so yeah it is funny because you know i i can share what we're what we talked about but never actually got aired because it wouldn't have i don't think it would have helped you in the long run you'd have been like i'm really confused right now <laughs> <You would've> been, <laughs> pretty confused yeah but anyway, things, I, I said, what's about, it is tricky because it was expensive to get just a little bit if you get the so, good stuff yeah yeah, to get the really good stuff. So I'm I'm eager to want to try it and see if I maybe don't have to add any cream or any sweetener or anything whatsoever. But I'm like, gosh, I gotta get that that mix just right. You can so. get that. You can still get. I think you can still get that free bag of coffee from Boca uh, Java. Boca Java in Denver. I think uh, that's a decent size bag. You can probably get maybe three to five pots out of it. And it's free. So mm-hmm. can you get good. like specialty flavors? Because I usually don't drink coffee because I'm not supposed to have that much caffeine because of oh, some okay. mental issues. Gotcha. So when I do drink something, I like a flavored drink. So I do like a lot of different teas, you know, mainly a lot of like citrus kind of tea. And there's a really great tea shop. If y'all ever come down here and you want to have some tea, I'll take you down to Crown Center. There's this uh, uh, Chinese guy who owns a shop there who has his own tea farm in China oh, and nice. he makes his own flavors. And so we like to go in there and buy stuff. And so, oh, yes. that would be good. Oh, well, let me, so let me tell you about flavored coffee really quickly. Typically, and this is not always true, but most of the time flavored coffee typically uses the Robusta bean, which I was saying is what Folgers is. And it's a very poor quality tasting bean. Typically, usually it's extremely bitter, but you know, they're using it because it's cheap and then they put the flavor in it, which is usually some kind of a chemical to make it taste like something. So you're actually not really getting Chemicals. a good coffee. I'll be honest. Get a good quality coffee and then go get like Monin's coffee syrup that is, you know, cane sugar and natural flavors and put a little bit of so that. So good, in you'll be moaning. Moaning. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called that. Yeah, you'll be moaning <laughs> for moaning. That's right. Uh, I do have some herbs that, that we bought while we were there in the city market, though. I've got some uh, some, <laughs> some <dough>. herbs. <laughs> uh, herbs. Yeah, I'm just kidding. but I got like some different kind of herbs. mints. And everything that I planned on maybe playing around with some coffee or some tea and putting, you know, crumple up a little bit of uh, mint and oh, put in a uh, yeah. uh, little thing. Oh, mint. you know, I bought the, you know, the little, looks like a disco ball and you put your leaves in it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The tea infuser thingy. Yeah, the, the infuser. Ball. So I'm going to play with that once I get, Sweet. you know, I got to get it to survive this hot weather out here in Kansas City. Though. So yeah, it's been <laughs> it's a hard, hard time too. keeping those things alive. Ooh. And, and by the way, I put mint in my smoothie too. So thanks for reminding me. It's good. Yo, mint, mint is, is awesome. good. I love mint. Yeah, it's really good. Fresh, fresh mint. Okay, so let's yes. get into this. 
Before we go any further, now I want to shout out to Blue Phoenix here. We talked about, you know, people who who died. You said you died three times. He actually really did die um, has come back to life. Pretty cool, wow. miraculous story that he's here with us today. Old friend from middle school, I think, is when we first met. Middle school wow. and then even high school. And then, you know, lost contact for years. And then somehow we connected on Facebook. He's been listening to the show ever since. Busy life. He's got kids. You know, he went through, like I said, he, he died and came back. So he's been dealing with some of the health stuff since then. But like I said, he's with us, which is awesome. And he said, you know, I've missed the Marvel movies and I really want to catch up. I want to watch Infinity War, but I haven't seen any of them for the past 10 years. And I want to know which ones I can watch. I'm also limited on time. So do I have to watch them all because that may not be possible, but which ones do I really, really need to watch in order to be able to see Infinity War and actually know what the heck's going on? So he was dead for quite a while then because I mean, he missed all the Marvel movies. <laughs> That's 10 years. <laughs> well, That's amazing. I know. You should, you should have him on so he could tell us about his experience. Yeah. You know? 10 year trip to heaven or what was that book called? Like. 10 minutes in heaven. 10 minutes, see, there you go. 10 minutes of heaven. Like 50 shades of gray or something. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe if blue Phoenix is comfortable sharing his story, I think it'd be interesting. It's definitely, he shared it with me and I, I found it to be scary, fascinating, and also encouraging and miraculous all at the same time. So it's kind of cool. That sounds perfect for your show. It would be a neat story. Let's talk about this. Now I wrote them down. There are different opinions on this, which I find to be kind of fascinating because I looked at probably five to 10 somewhere in there. Different supposed expert sites on Marvel movies who listed the Marvel movies in different chronological order. Hmm. <laughs> I kind of hmm. went, imagine that okay. people don't agree on something. <laughs> Almost nobody yeah. did. That's Especially what nerds, was funny. You know? Right. Yeah. Now granted, we're not talking about when they were aired. We're talking about storyline, which makes right. the most sense chronologically. I took kind of the best of all of them and just said, okay, here's what made sense to me. The only one that I have a question mark here is, when did the 2008 Incredible Hulk, when did that really take place? What makes sense with that? After Iron Man, because that's that's when you have the earling bits of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. being, well, it was S.H.I.E.L.D. putting together the Avengers, because at the at the end credit scene, you do have General Ross and Tony Stark have a little sure. meetup. Okay, so, so that's, that's what I did, so that's perfect. We could adjust these as necessary, but let's just yeah. go with this for now. We have Captain America, the first Avenger being the first in the, in the storyline, Iron Man, Iron Man two, the incredible Hulk, Thor, the Avengers, the first movie, Iron Man three, Thor, the dark world, Captain America, the winter soldier, guardians of the galaxy, guardians of the galaxy, two Avengers, age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, civil war, Dr. Strange, Thor, Ragnarok, Spider-Man, homecoming, black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which just came out in the theaters, by the way, and then Avengers Infinity War. Now, Avengers came out, of course, first in the theaters, but Ant-Man and the Wasp does take place prior to Avengers Infinity War for obvious reasons. If you've Actually, seen it Infinity takes place War, about the same time. If you, you watch for the end credit scenes, the end of Infinity War happens. Sure, but it can't be after is what I'm saying. Yeah, it definitely can't be after. Yeah. Okay. You can kind of watch them one back after back because that end credit scene you will not understand until you've watched Infinity War. It happens about the same time. The interesting thing is they were able to keep them out of it because Ant-Man is over on the West Coast and the major incident that happens outside of the Sanctum Sanctorium in Infinity War is on the East Coast. So it's feasible that they wouldn't really have paid any attention because they're caught up in their own things in the film. Mm, uh, sure. So. They, they don't understand anything's going wrong until suddenly, uh, we'll just say the snap of the fingers occurs. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
couple of questions that I want to just kind of throw out. We'll discuss this is opinions on which ones to see if you can't see them all so that you can watch Infinity War. And can we cut any of these? out? I mean, ideally, you want to see them all because they really do kind of all come together. But can you cut any of these out that are not really truly crucial to the storyline? And then we can also throw in which ones we liked and didn't like as much and that kind of thing just for fun. Heck, I just flat out made a list of the ones that I think are the important ones to watch. And it's only, I think, about half of them that are important. Okay. Yeah. Well, because you start with Iron Man, because that's what launched us into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That'll give you an introduction for Tony Stark. Also, you'll learn first about S.H.I.E.L.D. I came at this from the perspective that somebody may have watched the film and know nothing about Marvel. So I figured you need to learn what S.H.I.E.L.D. is. Sure. Uh, I'd go ahead and throw in Thor, because you're going to come across the first Infinity Stone in Thor. Then I moved into Captain America, the first Avenger, because you're going to see the continuing saga of that same Infinity Stone that Thor sort of introduced in the background a little bit. Plus, you get an introduction of Cap. Mm-hmm. I moved from there straight into Avengers. At that point, you are going to get a little bit more familiar with one of, that, one of those same Infinity Stones. You're actually seeing another Infinity Stone, which we didn't learn about later, that was inside of Loki's staff. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get an introduction of Thanos. Then I moved into Thor The Dark World, even though it's it's not that great of a movie, but you do have an Infinity Stone in there, and it's important to follow these Infinity Stones. I moved from there to Captain America, The Winter Soldier, because it's important to see the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. the first one, you do get to see another Infinity Stone and even learn a little bit more about those. I moved straight from there to Age of Ultron because more Infinity Stones come into play, plus you have Vision finally being yep. introduced with yet another Infinity Stone. Then Captain America Civil War, mainly you need that because of the divide that happens that sets the stage for where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is at the time of the Infinity War. And then Doctor Strange, because of the Infinity Stone, Ragnarok, you really just have to watch not only because it's fabulous, but you won't understand the beginning of Infinity War if you don't see how everything happened in Asgard. Sure. So the only ones you have to see the entire trilogy really is Captain America and Thor. Uh, the rest of those, you can kind of take little bits in there. And the other ones are just, you know, it's nice to see this other character. But really, I think Spider-Man has been better represented in Civil War and in uh, Avengers Infinity War because Homecoming was a good movie, but not a good representation, I think, of Spider-Man in his world. So I definitely would skip that one altogether. Actually, one of the questions that was asked was, there are now three iterations of Spider-Man since 2002. And so which um, of these yeah. are the the ones that actually fall in line with the current Marvel storyline. And that would only be Spider-Man homecoming. Correct. Right. The other ones don't have anything to do with this Marvel storyline. They're, they're fun. If you like them. Well, I mean the first Spider-Man was anyway, the rest were okay. <laughs> Spider-Pan talk us through just really quickly in order, which okay. movies you would recommend that blue Phoenix goes and sees in order to watch infinity war, which okay, is a lot. Me. Yeah, which is a lot. Yes. So Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, first Avenger, Avengers, Thor Dark World, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, and then Thor Ragnarok. And then Infinity War. Yes, and then Infinity War. Okay. Now, yeah, I guess you won't really need to watch Black Panther because he's introduced in Civil War pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. he is. Yeah. And there's no Infinity Stones in the in the Black Panther movie. The only right. thing you may be a little confused on is there is quite a bit of Black Panther. Let's. I'm just going to stop right there if you haven't seen it. There's quite a bit of Black Panther that is in Infinity War. And you might be like, wait, who are these people? What's going on here? So that yeah, would be the only thing in there that might be a little confusing. I didn't see Black Panther and I saw Infinity, Infinity War. I was not confused, really. Okay, good. Now, not. this is another reason I wanted you to say something, yeah. Johnny, is because you haven't seen all the Marvel movies. 
No, I haven't. So thoughts besides like my thoughts, I could trim this down to maybe three movies. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Avengers, Avengers, Age of Ultron and Dr. Strange, right? Um, (laughs) No, I was going to say the Avengers, Avengers, Age of Ultron and Captain America Civil War, because I think the dynamics of the Avengers that happens in Civil War kind of sets the scenes for the future of the series. That's very true, actually. But but Thor Ragnarok, the Infinity War is literally picks up immediately where Thor Ragnarok ends yes. up. And so sure if is. you watch it without watching Ragnarok, you're going to be a little lost in the first a little. Time. You're going to be a little lost anyway. I mean, <laughs> the, the biggest thing I would suggest is you could go ahead and watch Infinity War. Feel confused. Ask questions. Like if you have a character you're wondering about, like, who's the guy with the red cape and doing the weird <laughs> stuff? Yeah, okay, that's Doctor Strange. Watch the Doctor Strange movie. You'll learn more about him. The problem is they are so all interconnected. If you want to discover every nuance of these movies, you have to watch them all to not be confused. Mm-hmm. With the exception so far, and I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp yet, but the original Ant-Man was kind of a standalone. The original Thors were sort of standalone-y, but I wouldn't recommend them. Um, <laughs> the Guardian of the Galaxy movies could easily stand on their own as entertainment without Especially being, the second one. Yes, especially yeah. the second one. Without being part of the Marvel Universe. I, I think I could get it clear down to three. Yeah, you're going to be a little confused, but you'll under, you'll kind of know who... A lot of the main characters are. You're going to miss a few, but that's a good point. You could almost treat it like Star Wars. You know, when it comes out with four, five, and six, originally, you don't yeah. know the prequel. You don't know what's going on. You really could come in and just say, "I'm just going to watch Infinity War, and if I have questions, I'll go back and watch whatever corresponding movie that I had questions about." So if I'm like, "I don't know what's going on here with Wakanda," so I'm going to go watch Black Panther, or I want to know more yeah. about what happened with shield and all of that so then you go through and you follow the shield storyline or who are these guardians of the galaxy go watch you know what i'm saying like yes yeah, start with infinity war and then kind of go back and do the prequel thing there are save you most time yeah 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 the difference is is star wars when it came out they explained to you what had happened in the previous three movies that had never they didn't know if they were ever going to get to make and if you jump into the marvel universe somewhere in the middle they're assuming that you've seen the other movies they're not going to go back true. and explain anything you're going to be even more confused. That's true. Yeah, Spider-Man did a really good summary of all of them. And I agreed with everything he said as far as which movies are more or less quote unquote essential to getting up to Infinity War. But Pistol Shot's idea of watching it and then going back for elaboration if you want to is a really good one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even, that can be fun. Yeah. Or even doing Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, and then boom, right into Infinity War. That That's not a bad idea either. If I had to have another mini opinion it would be to watch the avengers watch age of ultron avengers age of ultron watch civil war and then watch infinity war just because it's avengers avengers captain america civil war was essentially a, an avengers movie so yeah. so, so was winter fine. soldier and i actually to me sure. winter soldier was very pivotal in the storyline for why things it are was. the way they are today yeah and oh, so sure. i mean not watching that i think would be a little confusing but then again i mean i actually liked winter soldier better than civil war anyway i thought it was a better done movie better story yeah, yeah. Too. and that's one of the ones i haven't seen so oh. and yeah i have oh. not seen winter soldier and have not had a chance to find it because it's never on tv or if you left the united states you could watch it on netflix <laughs> Yeah, like Star Trek <laughs> Discovery. 
Okay, well, Canada, watch yes. out. Johnny Pistol Shot's coming. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Go hang out with the, the Flash. <laughs> if you have the time and you have the interest, all of them are worth seeing. Yeah. They're all good. But yeah, I would agree that that there are some that are just, eh, you know, the story's okay or, you know, it's all right. Or you're right. It doesn't really further the story too much, but it does a little bit. But they're all good. And I think almost every single one of them, if not every one of them, have stuff during the credits or at the end of the credits, right? Yeah, and I think, I agree too, Brian. I think that every one of the Marvel movies, I can't say this about DC, but every one of the Marvel movies I thought was well worth watching in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. And I'm still wishing that Universal would go ahead and make some more Hulk solo movies. Mm -hmm. I I hated the fact that in The Incredible Hulk, we got teased with the leader at the end, and we also got to meet Doc Samson, but yet we're never going to see those characters used again because it's like that's it's almost the abandoned part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Mm. Because you could really entirely skip that, even if you wanted to watch all of them, you could entirely skip that and be fine and just treat the Hulk as being introduced in Avengers. Because they gave him a pretty good introduction, and yeah. thanks to the television show, most of us know, you know, you know, Doc Bruce Banner pelted by gamma rays. You know, <laughs> for anyone who knows that song from the old cartoon, Amy and Glamour Race, the ever loving Hulk. As oh. long as Brian's not singing, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. It's bad. It's a good thing I think that they introduced the Hulk, you know, in Avengers because of the fact that you know you had Edward Norton mm-hmm. is the Hulk, which by the way I really liked him. Granted, yeah. you know, uh, what, what's his name? Does a, I, I think he does a phenomenal job, too. So Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's amazing, too. Like, they're both really good. And I, but it is in the universe. You just have a totally different actor and it's a totally different type of actor. And it is it is a little weird, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Have fun with it. All yeah. right. I, I really wish somebody would fix that because I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, I did some too. more with the Hulk on his own. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. That was just one of my <laughs> yes. favorite scenes ever because I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> oh, speaking of rhymes, let's talk about Star Trek Bridge Crew. Oh, oh yes. Boy. Can we? Can we just? Uh, so all our four of us. Time. Yeah, our, <laughs> it is our new happy time. <laughs> Go to your happy place. We talked about this last week and the week before, but all four of us got a chance to actually play it together this week, and it yeah. was unbelievable. I laughed so hard <laughs> every time you spilled your coffee and went to Red Alert. Man, that was funny. Oh, come on. That was great. It was perfect. Yeah, he was, he was, he almost felt like he had nothing to do as Captain other than I'm going to Red Alert when he spilled coffee. Oh, my Brian. God. I spilled my coffee. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what happened every time. It was I'm trying not to crash the ship into an asteroid. And, and, and you were too. I mean, we were right up on an asteroid. I'm like, look out. Oh my gosh. It's not my coffee again. Yeah, Every it's, time. A, it's a fantastic game. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's so amazing. It's taken that, that long for that to, that sort of format to come out. Yeah. The red alert button is to summon one of your porters with more coffee. I think is yeah. basically what we've discovered. Excuse me. Can I get some freshly roasted coffee? Uh, sir, not right now. You know, every time, every, it would, it's just not, okay. Yeah, it was, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal game. So it is meant to be in virtual reality, but mm-hmm. thankfully they released it where you don't have to have VR right now, which is great. So we could all play. Because none most of us, of us don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. It is crazy amazing as far as how they've done the interaction. You know, you actually can look around the entire bridge. You choose four <laughs> positions. You've got captain helm, tactical and engineering, when you talk, your lips move. Yeah, it's so yeah. great. Johnny was chanting seances because there was something wrong with his microphone. So yeah. he's not saying a word and <laughs> his lips are going like. 
Yeah, and if like, you move your if you move your view <laughs> around erratically, and yeah. the other person's people watching you see your head going crazy, and yeah, it's, it's totally speed it's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was great too when Johnny put power in the wrong place, and all of a sudden it's like warning, warp core collapse in ten seconds. I mean, it was like, come on, I, <laughs> no, I, honestly, you did a great job on engineering. I mean, I don't know how you were. It, it was okay. It's uh, it was a lot more. Work than I thought it would be. So, yeah. <laughs> Next well, time I'm captain because uh, <laughs> I wanted to sit there and press the red alert button for different reasons. Oh my gosh, somebody took my shirt off. <laughs> I mean, you know, every time. You know, we need a coffee that we can call red alert. Oh, that's, oh, dude. There's got to be one. The TRBS oh, yeah. blend? Yeah. How about we just make our own? The red alert blend? Oh, yes. Red alert blend. Oh, I'm so there. Okay, I'll take care of this. Okay, I'll take I'm going to put a little C thing there, so I'm copywriting that I'm the one that said it. <laughs> yes, all right. I will I will bless your new coffee. That's all I can really participate in. I, I've decided I'll be, I'm going to be a rabbi, so I bless your coffee. All <laughs> right. It's kosher. It'll be courtesy of Spider-Pan. Next time, I'm going to crash this right into our base. <laughs> I want to. I just want to be like, they're going, we want to see what happens. There are so many possibilities. There really are. We should try that. We should actually try to kill the game and blow it up. Um, Be the worst that you can be. Yeah. Join the Federation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We almost died by Klingons there at that last mission. That was a tough mission. It's it's very realistic feeling. I like the way they did it. I think, you know how like when in, in Star Trek, when, they get hit and they have their shields up. They do this in, you know, Orville too. And all this, it's like the bridge is getting smashed and there's sparks flying, even though it hit the back of the ship, which I always find funny. The game actually did a really good job with when the shields get hit, you get rocked. That's it. Mm-hmm. When the shields go down, that's when the fires start. That's when the sparks yeah. fly. That's when things start happening. You know, you yeah. see the damage and stuff. So they did a really good job with actually making it realistic and not dramatic. I think like if you're in VR, you would need to make everyone lean in the same direction when you get hit. <laughs> if, if you're in the original enterprise and you got to have the tactical so. officer flying across the screen, you know, <laughs> yes, perhaps he is ugly as he is stupid. Okay. Exactly. Everyone lean left. water wings on. <laughs> oh man. Good time. That's actually uh, quickly becoming one of my new favorite games right now. It's, it's yeah, I really can't wait good. to play it again this weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Yeah, I've been wanting to play it on my own, but I'm waiting to play with you guys. I mm, appreciate that. I highly recommend it if you're into something like that. It really is fun. I like it because it is co-op, but it is something where we literally are actually working together. I mean, you know, if you don't do it together, you kind of fail. But I like, too, how it's got an in-game chat. So you're talking to each other. You're actually yeah. interacting with each other as characters within the game. You can also voice command the AI, which I think is awesome. You know, I could, you know, pull up a card and be like, Right a lot, you know, on do screen. that. Yeah, or on screen. Engage. Yeah, you'd say that, and the message and the forward screen would it was awesome. pop up. And yeah, the captain can throw those commands out, so it's great. So I guess Johnny's captain next week, so you can sit there and throw out random voice commands. Is that what you're going to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All stop for warp. All stop. Yep. <laughs> you know what, though, I think Reverse. I think that when you're playing with other people, the voice mm-hmm. commands don't override the other people. It's only no. when you're soloing that those voice commands yeah the ai will literally do what you tell it to the voice commands actually do still work because there's still some ai that engages with us but no like i can't voice command you if you're playing but i can voice command on screen red alert some of those things that i control yeah. my chair but yes when you're working with actual ai you voice command everything they do which is cool with us though it was pretty much you know i didn't necessarily need 
because I had everything from Starfleet was lighting up things on my screen. So I was just telling you, okay, I'm plotting a course to this planet at this location because it yeah. said to. <laughs> you know, so that's actually kind of interesting, and I'm I'm cool with that. The only thing I don't like about that is that. I mean, we even said it at one point that you already know all of the orders on your screen, which makes the captain almost useless. Redundant, a little. Yeah. Yeah. Or redundant, actually. And that is kind of frustrating because like the captain should be getting all of the orders, not anyone else. And then the True. captain should give the orders and then it should show up on your screen or it should show up like, OK, I'll do that. So that's I think true. That's very true. Otherwise, they're why? Yeah. Why have the why have the position? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was back to so you know. we can mutiny. That's why. Well, that and would we be do. actually kind of fun. <laughs> and they could yeah, like, have add another station like communications or science or both yeah. into the game to add a little bit more variety. Well, the, the so. next generation DLC comes out next week. So we're going to have to see we'll if that see. adds additional yeah. things and stuff. We'll see. Well, on tactical, I was tactical, so I got to scan stuff and blow stuff up with phasers and torpedoes and stuff. And they don't that position did not tell you anything to do. So, but oh. but but I didn't wait for you to tell me to scan something. If something came up on radar, I would select it and scan it because time was of the essence sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. I wanted to get a scan started. You know, I kind of went rogue a little bit, but I didn't have the same yeah, prompts fine, that Spider Pan had. In a, in a real situation, if this thing was really going on, you would expect to know how to do their job. So you would rely on the captain in certain situations for him to say what he needs done. But yeah, in tactical, you're going to scan that nebula. That way, the guy on the helm knows, okay, this little section over here is dangerous, so make sure we steer clear of that. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that was very essential. I like that you were scanning ahead, and you could tell me when something was dangerous yeah. to make sure I avoided it. Yeah. So you know, that, It I, felt I, more real. Yeah, it did. And I think that in Star Trek, I don't think that the tactical waited for the captain to say scan that or or you know let me know what's going on over there you know i think they just kind of did it like Worf yeah. would do it on his own initiative and then report when he was asked sometimes like though although i gotta say one thing i learned about this game that i didn't i don't usually see in star trek or star trek type shows as well is that usually the captain has to issue it's almost like a micromanagement order to every single <laughs> position. And one thing that I thought about is that, man, if we were running a starship, we'd be pretty freaking awesome because we were all very good at what we did. And we all like, we were all throwing strategies out. And so it wasn't just me as the captain going, okay, here's my strategy. Yeah. You're going, Hey, I, I think we should do this. And I'm like, great. That's awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. So we're, you know, I, I think we'd rock, we'd rock battles. I mean, we, we actually got further in the Kobayashi Maru than anyone except Kirk Woo-hoo! because he reprogrammed yeah. it. So let's just say that we're amazing. Yeah, I took any Klingons and Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. We took almost all of them out. We yeah. didn't die. It just <laughs> yeah. said, we've had enough. You, you, you didn't win. <laughs> it just said, fine, <laughs> you're almost going to beat this, but we're just going to stop the simulation. We don't want to play anymore. It's pretty much what happened. And didn't we even get three of the passengers got, on Kobayashi Maru out did. before the Klingons? We got three six. beamings, so that was... Oh, that so we was six? Total. That was six each time with every beam. Or no, six each time. So six times yeah. three. 18, yeah. We got 18 people saved off the ship. So, so. we saved Eat 18 crew. Out, Savick. Yeah. We got That's 18 right. crew and we blew up like 10 Klingons. <laughs> Booyah. And we didn't die. So, you know. And we didn't right. die. We did lose our shields. So. Yeah. Well, except for I'm still there and my last name is actually Lose shields. Me. So technically we didn't lose all of our shields. <laughs> That's true. We didn't. Yeah. We kept our helmsmen. Yeah. Yep. So when I say raise shields, you need to stand up every time. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I got to bring up something real quick. Been thinking about this a lot. I'm sure all of us have heard this before. We become more of what we focus on. You know, you can you can look at that Star Trek is just fiction, 
Or you can look at the fact that, you know, with this glorious game that we're talking about, that, you know, I am the captain of our ship. My ship and my crew are real, and so are Klingons. So if I focus on that, will it become real? Will it become true? You definitely affect the way you view things <laughs> with your attitude. So in, in, in some way, it becomes true because that is what you are recognizing more. So if I look at a situation and say everything's bad about this, to me, that's the only truth. I can only see it as bad. But if I that's look true. at a situation as being good like hey well we can we can power our way through this we can fix this then that will become truth because i will work to making it true and that's the way i will be able to view it so it's all about attitude okay oh attitude's big big as i've said many Mm -hmm. times so yeah yeah, it it does make an actual difference we've talked about this before a little bit too and and i've had some interesting experiences recently so going more serious about this instead of you know actually realizing that Klingons can become true if we believe it which is not going to (laughs) happen well but see you could play the game believing that if you mess up could die and that'll make you focused on killing those Klingons before they kill us. Sure. It's so, less yeah. of a eh, whatever. It's more of a, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but okay. So you're right about this. Attitude is huge. And, and I'm, I'm thinking you go away from somebody for a while and then you reconnect after a time you're talking to them and you know, where they used to be fine. Now they're really negative and you're going, what just happened? You know, like, well, they're focusing on how much traffic is around or how many people are, you know, the hot weather or whatever. And it's like, all they're doing is complaining. And yeah, those things are all real. They might have a negative effect on us, but again, it kind of depends. Thinking about a couple of different ways. So I can't afford that versus how can I afford that? Or Mm. I hate my job, which, you know, maybe it is a crappy job in a sucky situation versus like, well, I choose to do what I love or I choose to love what I do. Like you could look at it both ways. So if I want to choose to do what I love, well then go do that. Or I'm just going to love what I do and I'm going to give it my best. No, nothing's perfect. Every job's going to suck once in a while. And unfortunately, you know, we live in that society now where it's like instant gratification, instant success, instant do whatever I want because I'm so special. You know, we just, that's the way it is. You get into a job and you're like, well, this isn't what I thought in the first week and I'm not the president yet. So I'm going to quit. Well, people are doing that like left and right right now. It's crazy. You know, if you start thinking like, well, the world's going to hell and everything's uh, everyone's out to get us, you know, well, you're going to become bitter and negative. You're going to become a conspiracy theorist, just blah, blah, because you're focusing on that versus like, you know, if you have the joy, peace, contentment, hope kind of mindset, you're going to see things differently. So, I mean, obviously this is duh. This is so simple. It's so duh. I've heard this before, but do we do it? And it's amazing, again, with these interesting experiences that I've had recently, it's amazing how many people that I come across that just simply don't, you know, they know it, they know what to do, but they are just focused on everything negative that they can be. And it just twists them and it makes them feel bad too. Like their health starts to fail. Mm -hmm. And this is super common, but they continue to do it uh, year in and year out throughout their adult lives. Usually yeah, There, there must be something they're getting out of it, out of it. For them to keep doing it over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a high. They've yeah. actually proven, you know, because you can change the chemical structure of your body being that we're mostly made up of water. They've actually proven the more, for example, if you complain about something after you hit that 21 day habit kind of thing, the more you complain, the more that you actually don't feel good until you complain. So mm. that if you're just kind of like, oh, I'm going to try to be positive or I'm just not going to say anything, you're kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. But then you get together with a friend and you just start complaining about everything and you just feel great even though it's like so not healthy for you, especially yeah. if they agree with your complaints, then you're commiserating. Yeah. And that does feel good. So yeah, then it becomes a rant. There session. is that. 
Yeah, this is something actually Freud called strokes. I remember when I took psychology because you'd have positive strokes and negative strokes, and there are people who thrive on both. Mm -hmm. So, so there's some people who want to have nothing but negative or have bad things about them. It energizes them somehow. Yeah, yeah, and, and see, it, I can, they probably just energize to more bitterness. Yeah, I can relate yeah. to that partially. I'm not negative all the time at all. I, I'm I'm really big into. I actually have taken the whole attitude thing to heart, and I often, if I wake up in the morning and and feel crappy, I'll tell myself, you know, you're gonna have a really good day. You know, just have a good attitude. It'll all work out great, and it generally does. My mood changes. I agree with what you said with regards to thriving on negative or positive, but only when I'm commiserating with somebody if, about politics with my best friend, mm -hmm. because we both agree on politics. Yeah. So we both go away from that conversation. Instead of being bummed out, we both are energized from it <laughs> because we're commiserating. That's yeah. all it is. It's like in, uh, in Inside Out, I'm going to quote a Pixar Disney movie because that's what I do. We get to see through that movie that sadness helps build relationships. Mm, yeah. And that's so you having that that thing in common, like, well, we are we don't like that. By talking about it and talking out with somebody, you do bond with those other people. So there are, there is some room yeah. for those bad thoughts, but you don't let them consume you. Mm -hmm. You just yeah. talk them out with somebody that you can be close with, and then you both will feel better because you've kind of gotten it out of your system. Yeah, and then you're able to refocus on those positives now. Yeah, you might even come up with a plan together to, you know what, we don't, we both don't like this. Is there something we can do now to make this more of a positive for us? Absolutely. It's okay um, to cry on somebody's shoulder. It is. I started talking about this, you know, years ago with the idea of becoming the best you. I mean, I've talked about that on the show. It's now become like a buzz phrase that so many freaking people are using now. Become the best you. Come, you know, buy our course and stuff like that. I got to thinking, man, well, now I don't want to do it <laughs> because everybody's doing it. <laughs> I don't even remember the conversation that initiated this idea, but it was kind of like, well, it's called the real Brian show, not the best Brian show. So shouldn't you <laughs> be you talking go. about becoming the real you and not the best you? Because sometimes life just flat out sucks. And sometimes you have to deal with that sucky situation or like you just <laughs> said, spider pan cry on somebody's shoulder, deal with the sadness. You know, it happens. You can't get mm -hmm. around that. There's no such thing as that perfect ideal utopian life. It's just not, you forget it. Not going to happen here. So it's not to say that you can't have bad days, sad days, horrible situations. It's to say that, like you just said, not to focus on that and make that your future. It's to say, okay, I, I have to get through this and then move on and learn from it and, you know, remember it and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. If you're becoming the best you, well, first of all, it says that we're in this deficit all the time because I'm not the best me right now, so I must suck right now, which is not good because then we'll never achieve that. And two, it's saying that, well, we can't be real because if we're always trying to put our quote best face on, I mean, think Sunday church. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> you know, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm fantastic. Even though, you know, they just got into a big fight, you know. It's the idea that be real. Yeah. Don't try to put on your best face all the time. Just be the yeah. real you, which I think brings out the best you truthfully because it's yeah. real and it's encompasses everything. But you know, with the caveat of what you just said, Jeremy about don't let the negativity or the sadness or the pain, et cetera, consume you. Mm -hmm. I've recently been dealing with a bout of depression. I'm getting over it, thankfully. But one of the things I've been doing is I've been listening to blues music or somewhat melancholic music and <laughs> mm -hmm. just the act of doing that and admitting that I'm sad instead of trying to fight it 24 seven is very freeing. Huh. 
and that's part of the being real part yeah. of that. It, yeah. It's just, you know, I am feeling this way. And, but then I listen to this music. I'm like, you know, things could be worse. And I'm mm-hmm. actually feeling a little bit better now because I've calmed down and taken some time and mm-hmm. I've tried to fight and push it down this whole time. And so now I can go on and I can make a little bit better decisions and do things that need to get done. So yeah. Yeah, it's been a That's good great. thing. You yeah, take your so, time and you yeah. process it a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Get it processed and, and work it through. That way you can, okay, mm-hmm. I've dealt with it. I, I acknowledged it, but now I can move on. Because, yeah, if you suppress things, that just makes Ooh, it worse because yeah. all that suppressed uh, stuff is going to turn into rage and it's going to come out. And next thing you know, you're you're on YouTube somewhere where somebody making fun of you going, ah! <laughs> Yeah, ramming starships into star bases. Yeah. And perspective is just as important as attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, like you mm-hmm. just sure. said, you realized, you know, there's... When you listen to blues music, there's there's way worse situations. Or yeah, yeah. There is. That's true. You have to remember that. See the forest for the trees, yeah. and mm-hmm. things will look up if yep. you just do that. It helps. So. Yeah. And ideally, and, you can find the root of whatever caused that in the first place, and you know, address yeah, it and yeah. move forward. And and not always. Sometimes it's hard to be like, well, I don't know what's causing this, but a lot of times you can go. If I can just dig a little deeper, you can go. Oh my gosh, that's what's causing this whole thing. Oh, okay, we're gonna yeah. kick that in the. Or I'm angry. I mean, admit that you're angry and you can a lot of times figure out why you're angry and you can in your head work out ways to either accept that you're angry and move on or smooth things out. So there's a lot of all those negative things that you're thinking about when you're saying you can improve this or that. There's ways to do it. Absolutely. Pretty awesome. I think it's a great way to kind of wrap up right now. But before we go, Spider-Pan, I know you got a couple things going on right now. Not to mention just your regular awesome show. So share. Well, of course, y'all know me from the Neverland podcast where we discuss everything Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, Muppets. And sometimes we sneak out and talk about other geeky stuff. That can be found at NeverlandPodcast.com where you can find links to find us on Google, on iTunes, uh, just about everywhere. If you search for us, you'll find us. You can even find them at Kroger. I do like to say, you know, with our main thing is we tell everybody, keep a pixie in your pocket. And by that, we mean keep that young at heart, good, positive attitude in your pocket so you can pixie dust people when they need it. Thrust of show. That's right. Thrust of show. I'll thrust your show right into the atmosphere (laughs) with a happy thought. I now have a weekly radio show here in Clay County, Missouri on 102.7 FM every Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Time called Solid Rock. And I'm playing some actual Christian rock music. Yes. But the fun thing is, is we're also on TuneIn. So mm. if you have the TuneIn app on your phone, if you search for 102.7 FM dot rocks, R-O-C-K-S, you can find the website for the station and you can find a link to go right into the TuneIn right there. Uh, so you can listen to it wherever you are. They play a lot of classic rock on the station. We have different variety shows uh, that play even some doo-wop on Sundays, even some bluegrass. So there's some nice. fun stuff to listen to. But just remember, 10 a.m. Central Time is when you're going to get to hear me for an hour. Love it. All right, Johnny Pistol Shot, what you got going on? I've got my uh, one-man review, yeah. shirtless review oh. that's going on, uh, sing and dance. Uh, Chippendale yeah, style? Oh, oh sort of okay yeah if you've seen chris farley you know it's sort of that a little more hair except that i did go in for an ekg last week so there are some spots missing where they put the things they had to shave me so i kind of look like a spotted wookie right now Uh, but i will be signing glossies in the lobby after the review 
So uh, one of those two stories may be true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Captain Influence, anything you got going on? Oh, I can't wait to finish up Alien with you uh, mm. in the near future and okay. um, and play more Bridge Crew. We should go do that. Yeah, we're coming up to the climax. And- <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I got scared like crazy the last week we were playing. Oh, let me just oh, share really? this. This was this was amazing. Okay, so, you know, you're like, yeah, I went to the save point, you know, and it's all good. Just come in and, and we'll quit the game and then we'll go play Bridge Crew. Oh, right at the end. Okay, yeah. Yeah, go yeah right at the end. You're like, oh, just go up the elevator and the save points right there in the wall. So I, I come up the elevator. Oh, there's a save point right there in the wall. I pop out. Oh, there's a guy with a gun pointed at me. He starts shoots shoots at me. So I duck and then I shoot him. I hit him, but I didn't kill him. And then all of a sudden, boom, alien pops down on top of him, then looks right at me and charges me. And I'm like, oh, I got to save the game. Hold on. I flamethrow the alien. He jumps back up into the vent. I'm like, okay, run to the save point as it is saving, which has always been my fear in this game, because when you're saving, oh, no. it doesn't pause the game. As I'm saving, he jumps down within like five feet of me and starts to charge me when you're and when you're saving, you're stuck. You literally can't move. And so he's running at me and I'm like, no game saves. (laughs) I like literally barely got out of the way. Flamethrowed him. He hits me. Didn't kill me, though. And then runs back up in the vent, and then I exited the game. But let me just tell you, uh, that was frightening. <laughs> so awesome. Now you have something to look forward to when we start oh, the game next time. I can't time, wait. So. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> You're afraid of aliens. Should we discuss your xenophobia next time? Oh, no, no. I'm not afraid of aliens. Uh, it's terrifying how they create that game. It is awesome. No, I love aliens. I am like Xena lover. Xeno, not Xena, the warrior princess. Like Xena. Oh, I love Xena warrior princess, Zeno. too. Uh, you know what the music means. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go thank you all guys this was hilariously fun appreciate you being on oh, thanks for having us yeah absolutely yes, thanks for having me again of or course wait, no i guess it's the first time i've been here that okay. is true yeah you've just been on my show twice yes <laughs> all right real go check it out we are signing off we've got links there have a great rest of your week the real brian show is a production of 514 media at 514mediaempire.com